0: Hello again, and welcome to another English Link Podcast. Uh, Mark here with Steve. Hello there. And uh, we thought today we would continue on our same theme or in the same vein as we did last week, uh, talking about different articles in the news.
1: You know, I had some very positive response to, uh, to that, to our last show and uh so uh we'll stay with that and and I think uh yeah, it's interesting
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, some of the things that I saw here, you know here's one article here in the the National Post, in Canada talking about the Armenian genocide. this word genocide you know is used all the time mm-hmm. um, I'm not quite sure what it means
0: mm-hmm.
1: genocide, kill people, kill a whole group of people, obviously. The Nazis were out to exterminate the Jews, so mm-hmm. there was a deliberate intent to get rid of them all right uh, and that 's kind of the the model of, of pure genocide mm-hmm. um, when the uh, the recent events of uh, August the eighth in the Caucasus in georgia the uh, the Georgian government opened fire on Apparently, on the town of Sin Valley, and 100 people died. Mm -hmm. Supposedly. We don't know the truth. Because they'd been firing on each other, different villages firing on each other. And so the Russian government declared that to be a genocide. Right. And all their press and everything, they talked about a genocide. Mm -hmm. It's 100 people in a skirmish where people have been fighting back and forth. Now this is a genocide. Then we have the issue with the Armenian genocide. And I gather that the issue of the Armenian genocide is a much bigger issue in the Armenian diaspora than it is in, let's say, Armenia. Mm-hmm. So all of these things assume sort of tremendous political importance. And every time you can use a an emotional word like genocide like now people do nasty s- things to people s- let me yeah.
0: stop you there for a All second right. let's just suppose yeah. that uh you're not that familiar with the armenian genocide <laughs> right um <laughs> i know i've seen it in the news and uh, there was obviously some issue with the armenian minority in turkey i'm assuming right but <laughs> i really have never bothered to look into what exactly happened there well, what happened to this. I assume that back in the day there was a lot of throat slitting on both <laughs> sides in well, the region. let's say this, that historically
1: human beings have done very nasty things to other human beings. Right. And they have been particularly motivated to do nasty things to other human beings if they could identify them as belonging to a different group. Right. This was fun. (laughs) You know, Different religion, different area, different uh, language, different uh, ethnic group, look different, whatever. It kind of takes us back to our our days before we were even humans, right? The pack. Right. Them and us. Mm -hmm. So humans do nasty things to humans and have been doing that since the beginning of time. Right. Uh what happened in nineteen fifteen was that the old Ottoman Empire collapsed. Mm-hmm. Uh it it was basically the, the sort of the uh the death blow came during the First World War. Right. But it was already on its last legs mm-hmm. because various countries in the Balkans had revolted, I mean the Arabs were in revolt, all the different uh groups that were under the Ottomans were uh wanting to get out from under. Right. And the Ottomans were on the wrong side in the First World War. So Mm -hmm. they, in fact, a number of empires disappeared. The Austro-Hungarian Empire and the Ottoman Empire. Now, there were different peoples within the Ottoman Empire and within Anatolia itself. And -hmm. so there was a lot of war going on. The Greeks, at one point the Greeks invaded Anatolia because after all there were a lot of Greeks in Anatolia. Mm -hmm. And Anatolia being the European, that part of, not well, yeah, Turkey as we call it today. Right. And so they invaded, and I don't know all the back and forth there, but eventually mm-hmm. the, the Turks managed to, under Ataturk, who is the founder of the country, right. they decided, we're not going to try to hang on to everything that was part of the Ottoman Empire, we're going to try to consolidate Anatolia. Mm-hmm. And Anatolia was under threat from the Greeks. Right. And, as, and the Greeks invaded, and then they were pushed back. Now, somewhere in all of that, uh, the Ottoman Empire, and certain officials in the Ottoman Empire, and this is been documented in 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 archives mm-hmm. took it upon themselves to basically eliminate the armenians right now whether the armenians had been doing dirty stuff to the turks and there's some kurds in there and so there's uh, greeks and there's all kinds of different people mm-hmm. beating up on each other right what was the motivation for the turks now to gang up on the armenians other than the fact that they were a small identifiable minority right i presume the fact that the armenians are christian Mm-hmm. Uh, the fact that the Armenians, traditionally like the Jews, have been very good at business, and therefore tended to be, you know, envied by people who didn't have as much as the Armenians. They were maybe they were perceived as being a clan that was, you know, foreign to the national Turkish, you know, right. body politic. Mm-hmm. So for whatever reason, they there was this massive pogrom mm-hmm. where they just massacred lots of Armenians. Right. Uh, it wasn't from what i can tell it wasn't as diabolically you know organized as the or as the nazi extermination right. of the jews and so now there's of course uh, certainly officially in turkey a national feeling is very strongly against the idea of identifying this as a genocide mm-hmm. partly because genocide is normally identified with with what the nazis did right and so so you have the gamut of the genocide that the Nazis did, then you have that, then you have the Balkan War, all the way down to the 100 people who died in a skirmish between villages in Georgia. Right. Okay. Uh, my only point in raising this is people love to bring out these words. Uh-huh. You're a fascist. You're a racist. You're right. a bigot. This yeah. is genocide. Cultural genocide. Right. You know, whatever kind of genocide. These are all the loaded words. Mm-hmm. That's all.
0: Yeah, and it's a bit like... Um I mean, lately this, the uh, what is it called, the International Tribunal in The Hague or whatever it was, uh, ruled that, uh, what's his, Omar Bashad or whatever. Whatever his name is, yes. The uh, The Sudanese Sudanese leader (laughs) charged him with war crimes for what's happening in Darfur, Mm -hmm. which presumably is... Classified as genocide as well, right? Again, not exactly clear, but I think there's a fair bit of that going on. Uh, Whether you want to call it genocide, or I guess there's a minority. Well, I think maybe that's attempted genocide. (laughs) Maybe I don't know, but uh, certainly the the um, there's always uh, I guess the the people there's always a group of people that wants to paint people with these terms like genocide right. like uh you are accused of war crimes uh I mean what is the net effect of that I don't know I mean it certainly makes uh, his regime a lot more hostile uh to I mean the he's West, a pretty nasty guy For sure and
1: uh, what has been happening down there is that you have these uh, groups, I can't remember what they call themselves, mm-hmm. Jalawals or Jalabal or something, that, mm-hmm. that have been going around and massacring villages of this right. uh, Christian or animist or, or, or you know, basically a minority who mm-hmm. are different from the, right. the dominant Arab group. Mm-hmm. And the government has either uh, helped them or hasn't tried to prevent them from doing this. Right. And so I don't know all the ins and outs no. of Sudan either but uh you know war crime like war in a sense is almost like a
0: crime i mean how
1: how do you define who's who's a war criminal it strikes
0: me when i hear that you've got this group in the hague pontificating and branding people and it just seems to me like is that gonna have a useful result like what 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 does that achieve everybody knows the guy in Sudan is not a nice guy right everybody knows that there are things happening there that shouldn't be happening is accusing char- uh, accusing him or, or, or ruling or... or, or uh, uh, what's condemning him or, condemning or convicting him. Convicting yeah. him of being a war criminal. I, I don't see what, what's... Well, the, other than making all those people in the Hague feel good about themselves, yeah. what does that actually do for the people of Sudan? I, I, I don't know. And,
1: and I think that to some extent it, it makes him a hero at home. Right. And I think that the, taking Milosevic to the court at the Hague had more or less the same effect. Mm-hmm. And and inevitably in these things we're very selective. Like, who's to say that there aren't umpteen uh, dictators in places around the world who who, who would equally qualify to be convicted <laughs> right. of war crimes? I don't know. Yeah, you know, it's know, it's they're... interesting. There was another item in the paper here. On this issue of, uh, and of course, it's all right for us to take pots at all. I mean, one of the things that annoys me in all of this is that there are armies of bureaucrats who make their living, they have a vested interest in these organizations, right. and in hauling people to the tribunal at The Hague, and mm-hmm. then they have meetings. First of all, they didn't come up with this tribunal at The Hague overnight. No. That was 15 years in the making. And meetings. Lots of uh, and, and meetings. Over cocktails and, and Expensive and, uh, hotels and traveling. All paid
0: for by the, tax the taxpayer.
1: taxpayer. But here's one. Yeah. In Canada, a certain Johnson Aziga uh, was convicted of Ten counts of first-degree murder uh, for having uh, uh, sexual relations uh, with ten different women whom he didn't tell that he had HIV-AIDS, and some, two or three of them died. Mm-hmm. Now, he's not a nice guy. No. No. Uh I think that... I'm trying to picture, like, if... if, How many, uh... uh, You know, I don't think this is uncommon, that Mm -hmm. these diseases like this are transmitted. Right. And probably even, whether we're talking homosexual or heterosexual Mm -hmm. situations, that there are people who die from it. Right. It's not quite the same as murder. It's not quite the same Uh, as murder. But you probably... We should have more disagreements. Yeah, I
0: don't know. I mean, I, uh... I, I wasn't. I, I'm not familiar with the case. I'm right. just listening to you talk about it now. But right. uh, I mean, he knows beforehand that he's he has this deadly disease and it's right. spread through sexual contact. Right. And yet he goes and follows through anyway. Right. So is that different than vehicular homicide, for instance? Okay, but this is first degree murder. Right. Where's that what is that consider? Well, I mean vehicular the, homicide is not murder. Like it's manslaughter? manslaughter or something right. like that. It's considered an accident. Yeah. I mean, to some extent, I don't know. I don't know. I guess I mean, I don't know the details of the case, but perhaps he deliberately set about trying to mm, maybe uh, I mean people who Kill people who, people or, who or share needles, his misfortune. People
1: who share, you know, drug addicts who mm-hmm. share needles. I mean, people do engage in destructive behavior, right? Self-destructive behavior. Yeah. Uh, to me, first-degree murder is: uh, I'm going to kill you so that I can steal your wallet, right? Or your Adidas running shoes, right? That's first-degree murder, <laughs> right? Anyway, yeah. So I mean, all of these things, true. All of these things are difficult. I mean, it's it's the the law, the law. Yeah. Well, I mean,
0: fundamentally. That guy is probably not too concerned about the law. No. Uh, so, I mean, he, presumably you have these punishments to dissuade people from engaging in those kinds of actions. Mm-hmm. Whereas, I don't know this guy, but... Uh, but I can't imagine he's the only person, male or female, mm-hmm. who
1: has engaged in, in sexual... or has had sexual relations knowing that they're HIV, HIV yeah, positive. Yeah,
0: no, for sure not.
1: Not, I'm sure, I'm sure yeah. not. So for him yeah. to be singled out and to be convicted of murder... Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, by the way, I uh, I uh, listened to Ezra Levant last week. I went to hear him yeah. speak. And uh, he was, of course, he's, uh, he has, has uh, generated a lot of interest in the abuse of these uh, human rights tribunals in mm-hmm. Canada. Yeah. But one case that he mentioned, which I thought was absolutely amazing, was there was a woman employed by McDonald's here. Mm-hmm. McDonald's has a rule that you have to wash your hands like 100 times a day. I
0: don't know, about a hundred
1: times. Uh, and, lots. It's,
0: and it's not just McDonald's. I don't
1: think a lot of restaurants have similar rules. Okay, but rules. they have it's,
0: this rule that you got to wash but, your
1: hands every time you their touch a
0: doorknob. standards of cleanliness yeah. are extremely high. Extremely high. Uh, every
1: those. time you touch a doorknob, yeah. every time you scratch your nose, and maybe not, but every time you, certainly go to the bathroom, every right. time you do this, there's ten different situations where you have to wash your hands. Right. So she, this lady, working for McDonald's, she got a skin rash. Mm-hmm. So she couldn't wash her hands that often. Right. So they said, well you can't work here because those are our rules. Mm-hmm. They put her on special sick leave. They consulted with all kinds of skin allergists and in the end they could find no way for her that you know to, to abide by their rules right. and yet not have her, her, her skin rash. Mm-hmm. So finally after a year and a half they gave her a settlement and they said she could no longer work there. Right. She took the case to the Human Rights Tribunal mm-hmm. and the Human Rights Tribunal, of course, because it's a large company, is McDonald's. Right. McDonald's was forced to pay her $50,000. Right. I mean, isn't that just extraordinary? That's just unbelievable. I mean, she can go and work anywhere where she's not required to wash her hands uh, 10 times a day. Right. What possible right. She doesn't have a right. Human rights. I have a right to work in a place where part of the job description is that I have to wash my hands ten times a day for very sound hygienic reasons. For reasons that are not the fault of the employer, I can't do that because I get a skin rash. Right.
0: Uh, But I still have a right to work there. Yeah. I mean, it's mind-boggling. It's mind-boggling. What's mind-boggling is that it's not just laughed off. (laughs) <laughs> and as you pointed out, the reason it's not laughed off is a because McDonald's is McDonald's, right. the boogeyman, mm-hmm. and b because this employee was a minority, a woman. It's so what right. she was. Yeah. Had she not been, had all those conditions not been there, they would have been a lot less likely right. to uh, take up the case. But th- yeah. that their whole reason for being is to supposedly fight for the. Uh,
1: no, their reason for being is to prosper and to grow as an organization. Well, absolutely. Yeah. That's yeah. Fundamentally, that's true of any organization, whether in the public mm-hmm. sector or the private sector. They're primarily motivated to survive. Right. To survive and to yeah. grow. And so these people are simply, that's their bread and butter. These mm-hmm.
0: are their pawns. This is their... But there's a lot of ideology in, involved yeah. in those uh, human rights well, that's tribunals. Right. I mean, you don't to go to work for one without being uh, oh, of course. motivated to uh, fight uh, big business and to stand up for any uh, perceived minority. I mean, that's just... Uh, and, and I mean, the whole thing's a sham and, and uh, good for Ezra Levant. I know. Uh, exposing it and I uh, hope, I hope, I mean, they should all just be shut down, completely shut down, gone.
1: Here's another interesting one, which has to do with this issue of, the, uh, of Afghanistan, mm-hmm. where the government there uh, decided to accept some law, which was proposed by one of the minority groups in the parliament, right. which uh, said that women have basically had to stay at home, and they had no rights, and the men had all the rights, and so forth and so on. So, of course, this created a great amount of uh, chest beating mm-hmm. and indignation amongst uh, Western countries and, you know, oh, how can you do this and so forth and so on. I think there's two points of view. I know that – but my view is that it's really none of our business.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, and here again, it's because it has to do with women and so forth. But, I mean, there are rules in countries. Mm-hmm. Saudi Arabia, whatever women can't drive, right? Uh, rules that we don't agree with, and and I'm sure that those countries find some of our laws and habits and customs abhorrent. Right. I guess the difference
0: know. is that we don't have our soldiers in those countries. Right. We have our soldiers in Afghanistan, uh, ostensibly to protect the people there and and to drive out the Taliban, and I obviously to protect security and. In the West, um, and so if we're there providing security, I think with good, I think it's, it's we have justification in standing. I'm saying no, that's that's yeah, not what? on, and and what's more, you know, that's a, again, a I'm minor, a minority in Parliament that's pushing this through. But if we're there protecting the people, that's that includes the women there. So really, I mean maybe they are quite happy that we're standing up for them. I don't know. Maybe they're not. But
1: what if we look at Afghanistan? Afghanistan is a threat to our security for two reasons. Mm-hmm. One, because it's the source of all the heroin. Right. And B, because that's where they, where Al-Qaeda was camped out. Right. And presumably uh, there's the concern that there could be more uh, sort of terrorist uh, activity organized in Afghanistan. Right. What if it turns out that in order to secure the cooperation of people who are, A, against Growing poppies and mm-hmm. the heroin trade, right. and B, who are against the Taliban crazies. Mm-hmm. But if we allow them to make sure that all the women wear burkas and they're not allowed outside the house, if the, we achieve the goals, because I don't see that our troops are there to protect the Afghan people. I wouldn't say I wouldn't have a Canadian go there and get shot at mm-hmm. to protect one group of Afghans from another group of Afghans. Right. Our only concern is if they are a threat to us, mm-hmm. if they're undermining stability mm-hmm. in the region, or they can. So, from that perspective, if you know laws that prevent women can only uh, yeah, scratch their ear with the right hand, uh, those you know.
0: kind of laws were all the laws that the Taliban implemented when they were in power, right? And so, you've got to think that the people that are pushing for that again are more closely aligned with the Taliban than with the uh, reformers in Afghanistan. I would imagine. I don't know. I don't know. But, uh, I mean, all that kind of stuff, certainly with the Taliban, I mean, the women were... Right. (laughs) ...under their thumb. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's pretty appalling. It's pretty strict. The Taliban were very strict. We uh, regularly see
1: pictures of floggings and stonings from Pakistan, from Saudi Arabia, Mm -hmm.
0: and places like that. Yeah, that's true.
1: Anyway... We didn't have thing very have anything very cheerful to talk about. Today. No.
0: What? We, how much time do we have left? Well, Can I think we, that's that's going to do us. All we'll right. Listen, we s-
1: have to have a happier discussion next week. Uh, otherwise, it's just it's just too depressing.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, we'll talk to you next week. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.